Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a, a wonderful time to be together. Thank you for tuning in. We bless God for you. Uh, there's a word in my spirit. It's just a thought. It's who is Jesus? Who is this Jesus? Where was he before? Did he really walk on earth? And if he did, where did he come from? So it's interesting that, you know, we're coming up to a season where we sometimes we celebrate the birth of Jesus. It's not exactly where Jesus was born, but it's a time that in the world, in this dispensation, that we take our time to remember his birth. And I think it's a worthy thing. I think it's an honorable thing. I want to refer us to a scripture which we're going to be reading a lot in the Christmas season. It's the book of Luke chapter 1 and verse 30 to 38. I'm going to read it in the KJV, um, King James uh, Version, because of one word in that. That's why I'm reading KJV, but I'm going to read it a bit quickly. And the angel said unto her, the angel Gabriel, that he said unto Mary, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. So Jesus was named before he was born. That's very key. He was named before he was born. Uh, he, he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. So we know he's going to come in the lineage of David, right? And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. So we also know he will reign over the dispensation of Israel forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. That means it will continue to increase. Some of us are part of that kingdom today. And we say, thank you, Jesus. Verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this thing be, seeing that I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing, that is the reason why I'm reading the KJV is because of this word. That holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Angel Gabriel was asked by Mary, please explain to me how I shall be pregnant with the Son of God. And Angel Gabriel answered and said, the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, the holy thing is he. Other translations say the Holy One. I love the KJV when he says the Holy Thing, because in that, God just opened my eyes a little bit, that Angel Gabriel was given a description based on what he knew. And, and I think I can say this with all due respect. He, he didn't know everything. You see, Angel Gabriel was sent to deliver a word to Mary. He delivered the word to Mary, and then Mary had a follow-up question. 
Okay. Now, the follow-up question wasn't part of the original message, but the follow-up question required a response. So, Angel Gabriel, who the Bible records, dwells in the very presence of God. That's how he introduced himself to John the Baptist's father, Zechariah. He said, I am Gabriel, who dwells in the presence of the Most High. So, we know that he's coming from the presence of God. He Angel Gilbert pulls out of his knowledge an answer. But you see, it is an answer that is not entirely complete. Now, I say this with respect. He says, the holy thing that shall be born of thee. He says the holy thing because they haven't seen this kind of thing before. You see, in the realm of the spirit, what was about to happen had never happened before. That is why I'm trying to emphasize this. I'm sorry I'm yelling. In the realm of the spirit, what was about to happen has never happened before. So Angel Gabriel had no point of reference. So the KGV captures it and said, we don't know what this is, but we know it's a thing. We don't know who is coming. We know who is coming, but we don't know how this would happen. So the answer angel Gabriel gave to Mary was that, hey, the Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, okay? And that the Lord, the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. How the power works in you, I don't know, but I know that out of that walking of the power of the Spirit would come a holy product. Now, because we haven't seen this birth before, I can only call it a thing, but I know it is holy because it's of God. Now, on this side of eternity, we now know that that holy thing is the very Son of God, whose name is Jesus. Why is this important? Is because the question is this, where was Jesus before he came to earth? The Jesus that we celebrate, that we love with all of our hearts, that I love with all of my spirit. The question some theologians have asked, did he exist before now? Before he was born of the Virgin Mary, where was he? Was he Jesus before he was born? I'll refer you to a scripture in the book of John. John chapter 1, from verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him, in that Word, was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. That light shines in darkness, and darkness has not overcome it. Verse 14 of John chapter 1, this is it. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling amongst us. We have seen His glory. If you don't know the glory, John is trying to tell us by the Spirit what that glory is. That glory is the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So we know that Jesus existed before he came to the earth, but he didn't exist as a physical Jesus you and I are so blessed to have accounts of. He existed and continues to exist as the word of God. So when, so if we marry that with the scripture that we just read in the book of Luke, when angel Gabriel was trying to explain to Mary 
that the Holy Ghost will overshadow thee, the power of the Most High will come over thee, and that the Holy Thing will be born in thee, you will realize that Angel Gabriel understands that the Word of God will become flesh. But how it will become flesh, I don't know, Angel Gabriel might say. So what is the essence of this message? What is the essence? The essence is this. When Jesus came to the earth, it was important that he had a name. It was important that he had a job description. It was important that he had a purpose. So what was the purpose of Jesus coming on earth? As we celebrate Jesus in this time and this season, why did he come? Why did the word have to take on flesh to come? What was the purpose? Now, one of the cardinal reasons why Jesus, there were many reasons, but one of the most cardinal reasons is found in book of John chapter 10, verse 10. For the thief cometh but to kill and steal and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have life in abundance. So you quickly realize that the coming of Jesus is to give us a dispensation of life. Now that life we call light. Because you see, in the realm of the spirit, we only grow by light. We grow by the revelation of God. That is why the Bible says that light shines in darkness and darkness cannot understand it. The revelation Revelation of light is such that darkness is confused in the presence of light. Actually, let me put it this way. In the presence of light, darkness has nowhere to stay. So you see, Jesus came to give us light. Jesus came to give us his life. And that life became light to us. Okay? So that's the cardinal reason. Now, one of the most important reasons in, for him to be able to do that, he had to pay the price for our sins. You see, there was, there was a situation in heaven. I, I picture it like this. In the book of Genesis chapter 2, Adam falls. Man falls. God's original plan seems to have been put in disarray. So in my spirit, I just feel like there was a council of the Trinity. How do we resolve this issue? And then it's not as if God didn't know it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen. So he had a plan made before the foundation of the earth. He knew that a lamb was going to be sacrificed. So the problem was this. Oh, I wish we had time. The problem was this. How can man be delivered? especially if man was already tainted by the sin of Adam. You see, everyone that came after Adam was already tainted with sin. So how could God deliver man? You see, for God to deliver man, God had to become man. But for God to be able to become man and deliver man as man, he had to be without sin. So you see the dilemma uh, that was in the heavenlies. How do you create a man that is not tainted by the sin of Adam and that person is still identified as man and can still deliver man? You see, because if Jesus came from the lineage of Adam, he would need a savior himself. So, this is theologically wrong. Uh, my theologians listening to me today, forgive me, but this is where I put it. That is why the father of Jesus is not Joseph. The father of Jesus is not Joseph. In a sense, it's the Holy Ghost. But the womb that carried Jesus was Mary. That solved the problem of having a man born in the flesh to deliver man. That's why the scripture says, and that word became flesh. So that word took on a covering of flesh in order to fulfill the requirement of manhood and at the same time fulfill the requirement of being a savior. 
So Jesus came for many reasons, one of which was to pay the price for my sin and your sin. Jesus also came to show us what the Father looks like. The Bible says he's the exact representation of the Father. You see, the Father is a spirit. The Father is everywhere but one place at the same time and everywhere all at the same time. But people tried to capture what the Father looked like in the Old Testament and they were not doing a good job of it. The prophets did their best but they didn't do an exact job of it. So God sent Jesus to tell us, tell you and me, this is what I'm like. So Jesus is the exact representation of the Father. That is what scripture says. So why am I telling you all this? Why am I sharing all this to you? Why did the, why did the word become flesh? Because he came to die for you and me. And he came to usher us into a dispensation of life. Into a dispensation of light. But you see, he's so kind and so merciful. He's so gentle that he will not force himself on you. He will offer himself, but he will not force you. He will try to nudge you. He will do everything to get you to come over. But you have to accept him. The Bible says he came to his own, but they did not receive him. But to as many as received him, he gave those people the power to be called the sons of God. Children born not out of the will of husbands or out of the will of man, but children that are born of God. So as I wrap up today, there's so much to talk about, but I just feel in my spirit to pause at this point. As I wrap up today, perhaps you're listening to us today and you don't yet know him as Savior. He's came for many reasons for being Lord, being Savior, and being Christ. You don't yet know Him as Savior. I want to welcome you and give you an opportunity to welcome Him into your life. It's so simple. Just say in your heart, Lord Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I give you my life for the rest of my days. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Today I receive you as my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer, you're a child of God. Write to us, let us know more, and we'll send you some materials. Remember, Jesus came to reveal the Father to us, to pay for our sins, and to usher us into a dispensation of life. Have a wonderful Christmas, and always celebrate our Father and our Savior. God bless you. Thank you. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-377. 7745. Thank you. Bye for now.